0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Quarantine Stuff You Should Know. This is your host, A.J. Hanenberg. I'm usually part of a tri-person podcast called Classical Stuff You Should Know, and I'm doing a special series over quarantine because I can't record with the other guys. They are sheltering in place, and we don't all have nice microphones at our disposal, so I'm doing this myself, partially just to keep myself occupied and partially to keep you entertained out there in podcast land. So, I'm bringing you a hundred stories from the Decameron, and the Decameron is set in the time of the Black Plague, and ten people go and shelter for ten days away from the Black Plague and tell stories to keep themselves occupied. One story per person, uh, over ten days. So, we are on story number six, and I'll just go for it. So, here we go, story number six. The whole group praised the Marchioness for her courage, and the sprightly rebuke she gave to the king of France. And then, in accordance with the wishes of the queen of the day, Amelia, who was next to Fiametta, spoke herself. She said, I, too, will not pass over in silence the way a worthy layman taunted a greedy clergyman with a quip or taunt no less amusing than it was commendable. One time, in our city, Florence, was a Franciscan friar who happened to be an inquisitor of heretical depravity. Now, listener, I'm not quite sure what that means, but it sounds intense. So, uh, an inquisitor of heretical depravity. Sounds very important. I imagine him wearing big rings. All right, so he tried to appear holy and devoted, but what he was really good at was investigating both those who lacked in matters of the faith and those who happened to have full purses. And he found out that a guy had... who had more money than sense had been drinking or joking or something, and at one point foolishly remarked to his friends that he had a wine that was so good that Jesus himself would drink it. Now, the Inquisitor found out that this man happened to have not only large estates, but a pretty full purse himself. And so he came down on him cum gladus a e festibus, which I had to look up. It means with words and staves and brought serious action against him, thinking that while getting the guy in trouble and stopping the impiety, he would also have a chance to line his pockets, which is essentially what happened. So he called the man in and asked the man if the charges were true. The man explained what had happened, and the Inquisitor said, who happened to be a devotee of Saint John of the Golden Beard, Now, St. John of the Golden Beard, I had to look up and there's a note at the end that talks about John Chrysostom, who was the saint with the golden mouth because his his sermons were so good. But it could also mean the story of, or sorry, it's, it could also be a reference to St. John the Baptist, the protector of Florence, who had a beard and whose image was printed on the golden florin. So if he's a follower of St. John Golden Beard, that could mean he's just a follower of money. So anyway, this guy says, so you've made Christ a drinker, have you? And, and a connoisseur of fine wines as if you were Sinkiglione or one of your other lushes and drunks and tavern crawlers. Now I guess that guy, the, the, uh, name Sinkiglione was a famous drinker. We have since sort of lost the reference. And now you speak with humility and want to argue that the matter is completely trivial, but you are mistaken. And you deserve to be burned for it when we decide to take action against you, as we must. Uh, He talked some more, and the whole sort of scene was really menacing and mean. And he treated the man as if he was Epicurus and had denied the immortality of the soul. Epicurus, listener, was an old philosopher, didn't think the soul lasted forever and died with the person. Um, And the good man could only persuade him to leniency. And he did this by using go-betweens to sort of grease his palms with a goodly amount of the fat of saint john of the golden mouth and he he didn't want to do this through any other way he couldn't give it directly to the priest because the priest was a franciscan and those guys are not supposed to touch money because francis himself was poor right and so that's what he did was sort of grease the guy's palms and he actually applied the the ointment of money so generously that the fire he was threatened with was commuted by grace, and all he had to do was wear a cross as a badge, as if he were out to about to go off on a crusade. So it even made him look a little bit extra pious. And in fact, the friar was so happy with the money that he made it yellow on a black background to kind of make it look cool. And so besides pocketing the money the friar detained the man and ordered him to hear mass every morning in the church nearby as penance and to present himself before the dinner hour to the friar, after which he was free to do as he pleased. So at mass one morning, this honest good man, who just happens to run off at the mouth sometimes, heard, for everyone you shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. And Everyone, and and this comes from a full verse that says everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. It's a reference to the things you leave, you will receive back, right? The things you give up. So he kept these in memory and he he thought over the words all day. And when he finally presented himself in front of the friar, the inquisitor asked him if he had heard mass that morning. And the good man said, oh, yes, Monsignor. And he did you hear anything in it that raised doubts, or that you wished to ask a question about? And he says, I certainly have no doubts about any of the things I heard. On the contrary, I firmly believe them all to be true. I did hear one thing, though, that made me feel the greatest pity for you and your fellow friars, and I still feel sorry for you when I think about how wretched you're going to be in the next life. The friar, a little flummoxed, says, And what was the passage that moved you to feel pity for us? He says, Monseigneur, It was the passage from the gospel that says, for every one you shall receive a hundredfold. The friar says, that passage is certainly true, but why did it move you to feel sorry for us? And the good man says, Monsignor, I will tell you. Every day since I started coming here, I've seen a crowd of poor people outside outside who are given sometimes one and sometimes two huge cauldrons of broth that you and the friars in this convent send to them as leftovers. So if each of you gets a hundredfold return on what you've given here, you're going to have so much of it up there that you're all drown in it. And all the friars around the table burst out laughing and they thought it was hilarious, but the Inquisitor, kind of hearing their guzzling hypocrisy rebuked, was furious. And were it not that he had already been discredited for what he would have he had already been discredited for what he had done he would have come down on the man with another accusation because of the way he had kind of felt ridiculed in front of his other lazy priests so in a rage the inquisitor ordered the good man to go about his business and never present himself again so at first this didn't seem like a like kind of a jab at him but i think the jab was to point out that the thing that the friars are giving up is like leftover broth that's the thing that they are leaving they've got money they've got power they've got all these other things and the one thing that they give up is nasty broth and if they get that back a hundredfold, they're gonna be stinking drowning in this terrible leftover broth and i think the story is hilarious and i hope you enjoyed it it's a quick one today uh i don't know if they're all gonna be quick like this i'm anticipating that i'm gonna have a bunch of quick ones and then i'll just be drowning in a huge story as these friars are drowning in broth i think that's gonna happen i don't know if it's true Anyway, I hope you're enjoying quarantine and staying safe and staying healthy. And my heart goes out to you if you're not. And my prayers. All right. See you guys later. Till tomorrow. Bye.